Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drew Grimaldi podcast. We have had quite a crazy two days, to say the least. Um, Today, especially, wheels really came off the wagon for the Biden regime. Now, the last three years have been like watching a toddler play with a loaded handgun, okay? You never know what the fuck he's going to say or if he's going to say it right. You know, it, it's terrible. But right now, Joe Bryden is over, was over in Israel. And we'll get to that in a bit. But what I want to start out this show with and showing is the hypocrisy of of the Democrats. And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. But this is just one today that came forward. Um, Rashida Tlaib, uh, she lied to her protesters. Now, the CNN, MSNBC, um, and, and the Associated Press, they all came forward and they said that yeah, because of reports, they said that a hospital was bombed in Gaza and they said that the missile was from Israel. So naturally, those liberal news stations report that. And the main reason that they reported is because they, they wanted people to be against Israel or something, because it seems like everybody on the Democrat side is pro-Palestine. And there's just so much uneducated, un, so, so many uneducated people out there that they don't understand. And Rashida Tlaib came forward and she said that Israel bombed a hospital in Gaza. It turns out that Hamas, they bombed their own hospital so that they could go, oh, look, look Israel did this to us, and, and they'd get all this sympathy, and they could use that to try to go after Israel again, right? Because it's all anti-Semitism. When somebody calls you a Zionist, that's racist, okay? But my point is this. That's very anti-Semitic when somebody says that to you. It's like very fucking, it's bullshit. But here's the thing. Rashida Tlaib, uh, she is outside of the Capitol where uh, protesters that were pro-Hamas and wanted the ceasefire, she goes out there and she tells the same lie that's already been debunked, that Israel shot it down. Look at this. Watch this one. Just continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital with children. You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and and the people telling the kids don't cry. They're like, let them cry. And they're sh- See, I think that like was a perfect video, right? One, she proves my point that Democrats, they revolve off of emotions, right? Where conservatives are more black and white statistics, facts, you know, Democrats, they don't want facts. And talking to somebody and arguing with a with, with a liberal who thinks that they have the moral high ground, it's impossible. They're just on their own different plane. You can't even talk to these people because they're just so dense, right? And those people tend to be really materialistic and all of that shit. But I get to this point. She was outside of the Capitol 
she lied and she incited a violence. This is what ended up happening. This was it. So these people storm into the Capitol. Okay, here's the questions that we have now. How did these people get into the Capitol? Did the Capitol Police let them in too, like they did people on January 6th? Secondly, not, they weren't even arresting these people right away. They were, the Capitol Police were saying, well, this is just a, um, a, a peaceful protest. Again, like a peaceful protest. You know, they're exercising their First Amendment right. That's what they say. These people, then people start getting, oh, well, you know, it's not the same, right? Because there was violence on January 6th. They, the Democrats made up all this violence that, you know, about a mostly peaceful protest. But this is from today. Yeah, sorry, I don't you can see him. This guy's like, look at this. Look what he's doing to the fucking police. So they did this forever. Then they have Marjorie Taylor Greene come out and they all start screaming at her. But the question comes down to how is this really any different than January 6th? Other than that protest was something that really hits home to the Democrats. That one had to do with their power. So once they got the power, they did everything that they could do to exercise it and to make conservatives feel, as a conservative, I feel like I'm a second-class citizen. And it's not right that Democrats have no policy. The policies suck, as you can see. Look at the world falling around, falling around, you know, burning. The world's burning around us. And the Democrat policies only throw gasoline on the fire, okay? Everything that Joe Biden has done, he's fucked up even more. The guy's terrible. So you have all of this violence going on in D.C. at the Capitol, right? This like pro, this pro-Palestine. Uh, and a lot of them said, oh, we're Jews, you know, that want a ceasefire. That's like chickens for Chick-fil-A, you know? That's like when you have, like, the gays for Palestine, that kind of stuff. These people will kill you in two seconds, and they won't even think about it twice. They cut your head off on TV so everybody else can see it. These people are freaking animals. But as the whole world's burning down, as, uh, you know, as Joe's off in, in Israel, this is going on around the world. Check this one out. This is uh, Embassy in Baghdad. They're chanting, they're chanting, America is the greatest devil. That's what they're chanting. And that was in Baghdad. No, okay, it's in Baghdad, right? Can't imagine we have good ties there. 
But then I started hearing about some of our embassies getting attacked. One of our embassies got attacked in Lebanon. In, in Lebanon. These people started showing up and they started throwing, look at this, this is in Lebanon. But I mean, like you see what I'm talking, what I'm showing you, though, right? Like these are protests against this this whole thing all over the world. You know, a lot of people think that this was what caused 9/11. If you go back and look at the politics of the time, but that's the embassy in Lebanon, and uh, the and so you're not really hearing too much about it on uh, the. On the mainstream media here in the United States, you're not hearing too much about it because uh, Joe Biden's had such a bad week, and they and the media installed this guy. You know, they went and and so now they can't really come out and say, "Hey, we've been frauds the entire time. We know he sucks, right?" So this is what Sky News now. Sky News Australia is actually a very is is, is actually a pretty straight shooting um, reporting. But check this one out. Oh, looks like we lost that one. Might have been, I think it was actually probably taken down. <laughs> oh, gosh. But um, continuing on. So this one here. So Joe's over in Israel. And I feel like this clip proves that whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you have to admit at least one thing here. And that's that Joe is too old. Okay. You can see that he's slipping mentally, physically, everything. When they sent him into a, a, a very important uh, public appearance, you can only see his eyes, they're dilated because they pump up through a, a, so much drugs. And once it starts running off, you can kind of see that. But what Biden did here, just watch this video. It's, it's crazy. You know, uh... Years ago, I asked the Secretary of State, but he and I were working in the Senate to write something for me, and he said, uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not, we lead, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later, taking too much time. You know, uh, I mean, the man is clearly falling asleep, so like, regardless of what political aisle way you want to go on this this is an old man who has been dragged all over the world and he's just fucking tired and why i always ask this question why would somebody that age want to be president of the united states i certainly fucking wouldn't be want to be out you know i'd be like Shh, i'm done I'm done with people <laughs> you know but why does somebody do this and do and, and you can tell for joe it's not like a like a like a mission it's about power this guy has wanted that power his entire life and Bar barack satoro or you know barry o barack obama gave him the the golden opportunity but joe biden is has always been a scumbag he's always been corrupt 
but not as corrupt as he was until he started taking bribes in 2014. The FBI memos, they all said that it just appears that Joe just decided to start doing this illegal activity in 2014. And it's kind of bizarre, but he's got he's got to be he's got to be so tired, man. He's getting dragged all the way around the world. He just went to you know, to Israel where he botched that speech. He's sitting down with Netanyahu and uh, he was talking about the hospital bombing and he said, you know, and he said that uh, that with the hospital bombing that it turned out that it was the guys on the other side that did it. So meaning Palestinians blew up their own fucking hospital. But the fact that he couldn't call them terrorists, he had to call them the guys on the other side because the one thing that Barack Obama wanted to do in his presidency was kind of a weird one, but for some reason he wanted to make Iran a friend of the United States. And Iran hates us. They're never going to be friends with us, you know, but he wanted to bring Iran in. That's why Obama gave Iran $100 billion on a pallet that they just flew out overnight on a plane back-end deal, and they tried not to even tell anybody about it, but the media caught wind of it. Then, now you got O'Biden, o- <laughs> fucking Joe Bryden, and he's doing the same thing, you know? Like, he's sitting there trying to bring Iran into this thing to, to continue this whatever awkward uh, uh, friendship that they had between Muslims. I don't know. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that Obama wasn't even from this country. I mean, it, Big Mike has said it. That's his, his husband, or, you know, Mooshell. Mooshell. But Biden is too old. His policies suck. It is 100% common sense to close the southern border. It is 120% common sense. Somebody shouldn't have to tell you to to do that. If you do not have a border, you do not have a nation. These open border policies are not popular anywhere in the world, despite what the media tells you. They play on your heartstrings and they try to, to, to make you emotional about it. And that's what the Democrats do. They control everybody based on emotions. That's why their supporters are like cyborgs where they all say the same things. They're like, oh, Trump's a Russian agent. Ah!" It's been like debunked, you know. Oh, but Trump's a Russian agent. Oh, Putin would have done that. It's all bullshit because they play on emotions. You ask people why they don't like Donald Trump, and 90% of it is because something that happened, you know, six years ago pulled on their heartstrings, and they can't even look past... Joe's horrible economy, his horrible job as a, as a president, inflation. You know, Joe Biden has destroyed the money supply at a rate about a thousand times faster than our economy. On November 1st, BRICS will not be using the United States dollar anymore to trade oil. So what happens? All of that excess money floods back to the United States. And what happens then? We're going to suffer from hyperinflation. History never repeats itself, but it often rhymes. So Joe's got these open borders. 
all this stuff going on around the world. People are attacking our embassies. They're protesting at the Capitol where, you know, they're getting arrested. It's getting kind of violent. And Joe just leaves the southern border wide open. Just leaves it wide the fuck open. All while four Iranian nationals come through. According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, four Iranians have been apprehended since the beginning of this month. That is four. They're all considered to be special interest aliens. That's a term used to describe individuals coming from countries identified by the U.S. government as having conditions that promote or protect terrorism. Individuals may also have some suspicious travel patterns. And look at this. In the first 14 days of this fiscal year, over 30 Iranians were apprehended at the southern border, nearly 60 Syrians, 35 Pakistanis, more than 100 Russians, 285 Afghans, and nearly 2,000 Chinese migrants. Over the past two years, U.S. Border Patrol has encountered almost 73,000 special interest aliens, many of them from Middle Eastern countries. And just last week, CBP agents apprehended two Lebanese nationals in Eagle Pass, Texas. They were also considered to be special interest aliens. Lebanon, of course, home to Hezbollah. According to U.S. Customs and Border So, we got our southern border wide open. Everybody says, you know, hey, you should probably close that because if somebody wanted to come in, it's wide open, you know. Like, we've had record high interactions with illegal immigrants, not to mention the gotaways. I mean, you think about the ones that got away, uh, probably a larger majority of them get away. I mean, to be honest with you, you have guys, and then you got Biden too, he's pulling, because he keeps fucking up the border so bad, he ended up pulling off like air, like air marshals. He took them off of planes to go work the border. And it's like, okay, so now people are flying and they're not as safe. These people, they regulate and they and they can't keep their hands out of out of anything. So they're always going after stuff. They try to regulate everything. And that's why everything is so much more expensive every time under Democrats. With the exception of one, Bill Clinton, who because the only reason was because he had a surplus. But that surplus was only because Newt Gingrich was the Speaker of the House. He made him fucking play ball. So, we don't have a Speaker right now. Um, you know, McCarthy was thrown out. Then they brought in uh, Jim Jordan to vote on. Steve Scalise was also thrown in there too. Now, the speaker spot is a lot of fundraising, okay? It's a lot of fundraising, mostly fundraising with some procedural type things. So you take a guy like Scalise who has cancer, he can't be on the road that much, you know? And he's not gonna be able to do that physically. So naturally not a good thing, though a great candidate for it, right? Then you got Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan has never really been notoriously a very good fundraiser. But at the same time, that is primarily what that spot is. But do I think Jim Jordan would do a great job? I absolutely think so. But it is sounding like there is there are some moderates in the party that do not want to go with Jim Jordan the same way that they didn't want to go with McCarthy. So what's going to happen is, because they keep blocking this out and it keeps looking retarded and ridiculous, is that we are going to have a speaker, a temporary speaker, one that has certain procedural things so they can still bring votes to the floor and all of that. But 
he's not going to be able to do a lot of the stuff as speaker, which means if somebody was, if something happened to one and two, he wouldn't be third in line, would be the type of thing I would guess. Now, I truly believe that everybody should get behind Jim Jordan. He's got his shortcomings, yes, but Jim Jordan is exactly what we want in a conservative. We want a fighter. We want somebody who's going to attack the, the, the liberals that are lying with their disinformation, the people that are not truthful. I mean, that's why I say Democrats, and especially this Biden regime, they cannot win on, on substance. They can't win on policy. So what do they have to do to win? They have to cheat. But how do they cheat? Well, even if you take voter fraud out of it, okay, there were still the 51 Intel agents that signed off on the notorious Hunter Biden laptop being Russian disinformation. Okay, let's throw that aside. You know, let's throw that aside. So Joe Biden has been taking, oh, then they, the, then with all of Joe Biden's, um, you know, bribes and stuff, with the whole thing with Ukraine, Donald Trump jumps on one phone call and just asks about it. Just asks about the bribes and the corruption that was going on with Biden's in Ukraine. And he gets impeached over it, and they lie even about what the transcript was. That should have been a red flag right there. That's when we knew that the Democrats were full of shit. I mean, they've always been full of shit, but that was just really bad. But I'm going to continue on here. So... We've always been saying, close the southern border, you're going to let in a terrorist. You're going to let in a terrorist. Now things are getting really dirty around the world. So here's Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI. After the attack in Israel, he comes out and he's like, oh yeah, there's you know no direct threat to the United States or whatever. And then like days later, he comes back and he says this. We remain committed to continue confronting those threats, both here in the United States and overseas. In this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats, and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. So I'd encourage you to stay vigilant because as the first line of defense protecting our communities, you're often the first to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing to violence. I'd also ask you to continue sharing any intelligence or observations you may have. And on our end, we're committed to doing the same so that together we can safeguard our communities. We remain committed. So after he said, oh, yeah, there's nothing to be really afraid of, blah, 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 blah. Then he comes out and he's like, all right, so we've actually had more uh, lately, uh, you know, threats to the United States. So it's like, come on, just quit fucking lying to us. You know, it's sort of like the UFO thing. Like, why did the government lie to us for so many years? Did they not think that we couldn't, you know, take the fucking information? It's like everybody's a freak out, you know? I mean, they should have just been honest. Just been honest with you. Yes, keep your eyes peeled, guys. That's what they should have said. This one here, uh, Trump was back in court again for his uh, fraud trial. And it sounded like it went pretty good, but he sounded frustrated. Check this one out. 
because their policies suck. So what do they do? They cheat. And one of their ways of cheating is by censoring, censoring the public so they don't get to a, an idea of how shitty of a job they're doing. Twitter, all that stuff. And they put their lead political opponent in jail. Or at least try to. And that's what they're trying to do with the RICO case. Which, if all of them are just bullshit. They are a, a very general abuse of of laws and stuff like that but if you're a prosecutor and you run on putting one person in jail i don't care if it's hitler okay maybe hitler but yeah you just don't do that you do not go out of your way especially to do this on a city a former sitting president what they have done they've made a mockery of the justice system but it's the same justice system that went after unfairly the african-american community for so long these people are corrupt to the core these democrats are rotten to the core but this whole trial i mean you have all the disclaimers in the world if the bank and the bank came up and they said he's actually a great client he paid everything back early and you know and they're like why am i here the bank who should have been the victim, if that if it was even that, said, yeah, he paid back early and he was a great client. So you gotta ask the question, why are we here? They're there because Democrats want to tie up Donald Trump's time so he can't be out campaigning. That's it. It's the definition of election interference. Now, I... Check this one out. This is a dad, a pissed off dad, talking about the wars. You want to pass a law to draft my daughter to send to another one of your foreign fucking wars for something you created so your arms manufacturers can make more money for your banker friends. Did I get that fucking solid right or not? Now, wrong elephant breath, my daughter will not be joining the military any way, shape, or form unless it's to fight this fucking war that this government has started against its people. See how simple that is? The very fact that you don't understand the societal fucking rules about women and children, let me school you a little bit. Now, the fact of the matter is you can't make your fucking recruitment numbers because your recruiters told so many lies like, oh, yes, you get the condo on the beach when you join up. Oh, you get to start here, but we're going to switch you to what you really want later. And the biggest boner up the ass 
the VA will take care of you if you got hurt. Hey, the reason you can't meet the recruitment goals is because these young men have already voted with their fucking feet. They're not going to fucking fight. And the fact that you think you're going to get the women to fight, let me put it to you this way. It was one thing when you oppressed us with unbelievable fucking taxes. One thing, because we were living in nice homes and still eating pretty good. It's another thing when you spied on us to the degree that you did and made us realize that we don't have any freedom. It's another thing when you not only wrecked the fucking economy, but you fucking did it in such a way where you spent so much fucking money that went to special interest groups that the people never had a chance to benefit from it. And now, when you have people that are homeless eating canned goods out of the back of their fucking car, you know what? They may do that for themselves, but they're not. their kids are not going to go through that. Motherfucker, you're going to find out what people will do for their fucking children. You protect women and children because it's a societal norm. It has nothing to do with being sexist or unequal in any way. The fact is... You should always protect people that are weak of themselves and always stand up for the right fucking thing. And the right fucking thing here is, if my daughter is going to be in a war, she's not going to have to go to a fucking foreign country to fight it. Fuck your taxes. Fuck your withholding. Fuck your FEMA. Fuck your IRS. Fuck you. Fuck your corrupt Congress. Fuck your corrupt presidents. Fuck your entire election process. You know, I could go on forever, but let's face it, the world's not going to live that long before a fucking meteor solves a problem for us. So, <laughs> fuck you. And if anybody doesn't like what I'm saying, you know what you can do. If you do like what I'm saying, give me a hell yeah in the comments, because our women aren't going to fight a fucking war for some corrupt fucking government. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. The guy hit the nail on the head there. So, I wanted to play this, because I like to play old clips right at the end of the show, showing you of how much of a piece of shit Joe Biden is. I know the whole show is kind of about that, but hey, check this one out. This is Joe Biden in 2008. Barack Obama nor I support redefining from a, from a civil side what constitutes marriage. We do not support that. That is basically a decision to be able to be left to the face and people who practice their face the determination what you call it. The bottom line, though, is, and I'm glad to hear the governor, I take her at her word, obviously, that she thinks there should be no civil rights distinction, none whatsoever, between a committed gay couple and a committed heterosexual couple. Do you support gay marriage? No. And, Barack Obama nor I. And that is the piece of shit that is Joe Biden. That's all we got for tonight. Thanks so much for listening. Keep the faith and get out there and talk shit to a liberal today. Thanks for listening.